Hello people, I hope you're all very, very excellent. Welcome to the fourth episode of the When in Yorkshire podcast. My name is Lucio and thank you very much for selecting this podcast out of the literally millions available. Um, It is massively appreciated, so thank you very, very much. In this episode, fourth episode, I am talking to Dave Swallow, who is a live sound engineer, an author, and also the creator slash curator of Audio Architect Apparel. That's a, a clothing range that ticks all the boxes of being ethically produced, um, accidentally vegan, um, and they also look great. Um, so that's lovely. Dave kindly invited me into his home um, so we could chat about his experiences travelling the world, making artists from LaRue to Goldie Looking Chain sound amazing. Um, he he At the time of recording, he'd just come back from a long stint with Erasure. So the man gets around. Uh, There's a couple of edits in this episode, which is different to normal. Um, Adult life got in the way and we had to take a short break. Um, Although I haven't got rid of any content, so whilst there are slight changes to the recording style, um, I haven't edited anything out. Uh, Dave was actually introduced to me by a previous guest, Sam Duckworth of Get Kate, Wear Kate, Fly. Uh, he suggested Dave to me as an interesting person who I would be able to talk to within the boundaries of Yorkshire. Um, and it turned out that Sam was spot on. Dave was a very interesting person. Um, and I got to go and take a trip up to, to North Yorkshire, which was lovely. Before we start this episode, I'd just like to make you aware of one of my favourite Yorkshire-based companies um, and also very good friends of mine. That's the the Whitby Brewery. Now, Mr. Richard Wells, the director, or Grain Chieftain, as he'd prefer to be known as, uh, he'd like you to know a little bit about the brewery, and so he sent me some words. At the Whitby Brewery, we believe local is best, and that's why we set about bringing local craft brewing back to Whitby. Now, you can enjoy our delicious Yorkshire ales in the brewery beer garden, Enjoy a pint of Abbey Blonde, Whitby Whaler or Jet Black at our tap room on Whitby's East Cliff, just opposite the Abbey. It's open for you every day until 6pm and now 9pm on Fridays and Saturdays. We've just been granted a licence to put on plays, gigs and other events. For further details of forthcoming events, visit whitby-brewery.com or if you're an artist or musician looking for a place to showcase your talents, please do get in touch. Um, so I'd also like to add a couple of bits onto that. Uh, having visited the brewery for a party, uh, a wedding, uh, in fact, is a fantastic location to responsibly enjoy their delicious beers. Um, if you can't make it to Whitby, though, they also have an online shop where you can purchase bottles of their beers uh, and also Whitby Brewery pint glasses, which are fantastic. Uh, I personally would recommend Jet Black or the IPA, or and both if you want. Um, and also, if you visit the online store, you can use the discount code when in Yorkshire, all one word, and get 10% off. So that's a lovely treat. So here it is, episode four of the When in Yorkshire podcast with Dave Swallow. Enjoy. I'm here with Dave Swallow here in North Yorkshire. <laughs> hello. Um, hello. So you're currently... It's an, cold up here. <laughs> is it? Yeah, you're an honorary Yorkshireman at this I, point. I am, yes. Um, 11 years. 11 years, okay. 11 years, yeah. Right. Um, so before we find out how you actually got here, um, 
let's go a little bit more into what you do at the moment. Um, so you, as far as I understand it, and correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, you are sound engineer. Yep. Um, live sound and recorded. Uh, no, just live. Just live. Okay. Yeah. Um, you are the curator of a clothing brand. That's right. Yeah. Um, audio architect apparel. Yep. Um, and author. And author. And author. Yes. Except I missed anything off. Um, uh, probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forget myself. Okay. Well, those are the sort of the, the that's, things that's that, the that gist. stood out. That's the yeah general okay. general gist. Yeah. Brilliant. So um, originally not from Yorkshire. No. Um, originally from uh, Southend, Essex. Southend. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I think I used to. I'm originally from Hertfordshire. From, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Bo- I know Bournemouth and Elstree, <laughs> so it doesn't actually get much better. <laughs> um, and I think um, the closest I sort of came to Southend was. Well, I think I was there a couple of times for the for the fair for the pier. Oh, um, yes. And uh, and for some reason, primary school trips to Clacton. Um, <laughs> God knows why they chose Clacton as, as the place to go. Well, that's it's probably um, closest seaside town, cheapest. Yeah, cheap, yeah. I think that's probably more where it comes into line the cheapness. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I just I've just written a, a blog post, funnily enough, about Southend on sea because um, a lot a, a lot of my brand is well the brand the clothing brand is all about music technology and stuff yeah. and it's the story of music technology but also part of that story is my is is me interlaced with um that that story so um as i've been writing um various different things i'll keep coming back to south end and i've actually yeah. just written quite a lot recently about my time in south end so we're talking right. sort of well, I was there. For, I'd lived there for twenty years, um, and well, from uh, from from birth. From birth, okay, yes, so fully grown up. Fully grown okay. up, yeah. And then um, I moved away. Um, it would have been uh, fifteen years ago, right? Um, yeah, been here eleven. Had a cu- had a few years in Berlin. Wow. And, okay. Uh, I was in Amsterdam for a cu- for a couple of years as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So any particular any those cities for any particular reason? Girls. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair it's enough. the only reason. <laughs> it's the only reason you move anywhere, isn't it? <laughs> Is that that's what's brought you here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So you grew up in in Southend. Mm. Um, in terms of your sort of musical upbringing, then. Yeah. Um, where where does that start? What's what's your first sort of real musical memory? Wagner, Wagner. Wow. Okay. It's my father. Yeah. 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 In the in the car. That's not where I was expecting this to start. Okay. So no. your car music was Wagner. Yes. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And we weren't allowed to touch the radio. Yeah. Just driving through France, listening to Wagner. Um, yeah. So, so I hated classical music for a long time because you know that was that um, it was imposed on you. It, yeah. It was. It was very very much imposed on me. But actually, funnily enough, I kind of got back in. Got back into it. Um, uh, through v- different means but um you know I, I mean actually part of being a sound engineer is understanding um the history of of music and the connections i suppose the etymology yeah. i suppose of, of um for want of a better word of music so um you know when you listen to a new band um that sound is has come from somewhere else they haven't just invented yeah. it everything's derivative of something it's else exactly so yeah certainly now so you know, so part of it is technically kind of understanding. So if you present it with a new band that you haven't heard before, you you should be able to find something that's familiar to you, and yeah. then sort of maybe work around 
work around that. That gives you a starting point. It does. Say, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So from from Wagner, so where do you where do you progress? Oh, is, um, is it progression from Wagner? How can you progress? Is 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 uh, well develop? I guess. Yeah, maybe go a bit more left wing. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. Well, you know, Michael Jackson, big. Yeah. You know, big big Michael Jackson fan. When I was when I was uh, when I was um, still at sort of junior school. Yeah. Um, and then uh, kind of 1993, early 93 hit. And um, I mean, that was actually, funnily enough, I've just written a blog post about this. Uh, or sorry, rewritten a blog post <laughs> about this because 1993, sitting on the school bus and my mate sitting next to me was like, check this out. Gave me a headphone and uh nirvana was on the other end of it and it was like oh wow what's this you know it's full of angry yeah. like angry music you know and uh, it never mind so it's it uh yes it was never yeah. mind yeah um so um so yeah so that's kind of that was that was the point at which uh um which it changed like my music taste kind of discovered oh well, i discovered that seattle scene yeah and got very heavily into that. And actually, that's sort of your own first choice. Your yeah. Sort of your own musical identity at the first point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had a, a very, very similar, other, not Wagner, um, probably sort of Tracy Chapman. Okay. Was my yeah. was my car music, Tracy Chapman, Suzanne Vega, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but in terms of my own choice, yeah, definitely Michael Jackson. I think Bad was the first album that I chose. Well, but, yeah, Bad, um, like for me, Bad was, that was the, that was the Michael Jackson album because yeah. that was the album that was out when I was, uh, you know, growing up in the 80s. Um, but then sort of revisiting Michael Jackson um, a bit later on, you know, it's like when you've got like, um, well, Thriller, actually. I've, yeah. just, I've just got um, uh, a DSD version of Thriller. Um so um and it just sounds amazing so <laughs> a few uh, uh, well about a year ago i started this um i got introduced to a guy here who was like banging on about like high quality digital audio yeah and it's like right okay this is interesting it's very good but it's very audiophile uh, which yeah, uh, yeah. which is fine I, yeah. I i i get that um but then i've like when i think about like when i approach a um, sound system I have a bunch of CDs and the majority of the time now no one's got a CD player no um, and I don't want to use my iPhone or my iPod because the the quality the, co- the yeah. quality is terrible so you end up trying to make that iPod sound good in this PA in, in this PA system where actually you know you've c- kind of completely defeating the object of, of what of what you're supposed to be doing yeah so, um, um, so yeah, so I started thinking about high end audio and just, I bought a couple of, um, high end albums. So Michael Jackson was one of them. Um, what else did I get? Phil Collins. Oh, and Pink Floyd, The Wall. Brilliant. Um, and I found this sound card for 160 quid. Um, that's like DSD audio. So it go, I think it goes up to, is it 2.8 million megahertz or something? <laughs> a number that's like got a lot of zeros in it um and i don't even know what it means that's the thing <laughs> you know I, I you know is it is it a bit rate is it a sample rate is it what it's i don't high, i don't know it yeah whatever it's it is detail. got it's got yeah. a lot of zeros yeah. yeah um and uh so yeah this pink floyd thing i put it on 
through this sound card and me and my tech at the time um were like whoa what the fuck is this <laughs> Just it's, it's, instruments it's, you didn't you, even know were in and the song. You, you know, they were like, you know, hey, teacher, leader, all those kids. You can hear every single one of them. You know, you can make out every yeah. single one of them. It's like, whoa, hear their own personalities. this is this is amazing. And and so actually, as a as a as a consequence, I've just you know, I, I take this little setup with me, and so when I'm tuning tuning PAs and that is tuning PA, yeah, is that right yeah. or wrong? Um, it's not it's not room tuning no because this i have a problem with this because you don't tune because the room doesn't change unless you put in like you know baffles foam and baffles yeah. everywhere the room isn't changing but you're changing the speaker yes um i say a pa tuning um i think yeah so i take this little setup with me and all of a sudden it's like you're doing next to no eq at all wow you know it's just maybe a little bit here and a little bit there and the thing the m- most of all is the low end you can hear the low you can hear the notes in the low end yeah and you can hear you know when you know something's maybe a little bit louder than it normally is or a little bit quieter and you can hear it all and then you know you go back to put you put your iphone in there play the same song you it's it is yeah you, you know it's just it's just a tone yeah you know down there and and actually it makes such a big difference yeah, so that's, that's been, which has been which has been quite an eye-opening yeah. experience, really. So uh, by accident as well. That's quite nice when stuff like that happens. Um, it, well, may, maybe not entirely by accident because I was kind of opened to. Uh, I have been open to the idea of this for for, for quite some time. Okay. Just never had the ability to explore it really, um, and uh, and 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 a lot of the time, you know, the bands that I've been working with of late have been you know you're on at a festival yeah so you know it's it's the worst possible production you could ever do you know right we've got this band you know you're going to be you're on in you're on in an hour you've got to set it up go and then you're <laughs> like uh okay and then you know so you know you kind of halfway through the last song you might have a mix that you're happy yeah. with and then uh, and then that's it game over yeah yeah i mean it's, it's strange that isn't it in that uh, speak to i've got a few friends that that um are sound engineers and predominantly yeah. work festivals um i think they've just been is it outlook in croatia they just potentially just come back but they yeah um, main one they've been working potentially is, just come back <laughs> yeah yeah potentially i don't know if they're back in the country okay. they take a lot of detours um yeah. but um boontown's probably the biggest one that, that they work often right. at, well, every year for the past five six years mm-hmm. um and yeah it's just for for a festival goer the experience is is totally different from somebody who who works in sound engineering for a living it's just you yeah know, it becomes less about the sound quality for the festival goer and more about the communal experience it's it's, 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 it's become less about the sound quality for yeah. the sound engineer actually Has it? <laughs> yeah yeah well you, you no one's got any budgets anymore so yeah. you can't you you know yeah it pisses me off, actually. It's just, it's a shame because I really love my job and I really love doing it to the best of my ability. But then everywhere you turn, you can't do it to the best of your yeah. ability because um, there's, it's either no budget. Well, actually, it's all to do with budgets, really, because if you haven't got any, if you haven't got a budget, then you haven't got maybe the, the kit that, you, that you'd like or you want or you need, more importantly. Yeah. You know, it's like when, I mean, actually, this this gets to a point where 
Um, why is the guitar not working? Oh, because the tuner's run out of battery. Wow. Why is the tuner run out wow. of battery? Uh, well, because we didn't pick up any spares. Yeah. Why? Why not? Well, we haven't. We, we've spent all the budget. What? Okay. Bloody hell, you know, and you That's you want, amazing. and I mean, I get that bands need to make money, and I yeah. get, you know, but, but it's, I mean, when it's getting to points like that, yeah, it's a bit, a bit dark. That's really. a massive shame, and mm. yeah, I mean, I, I've played in bands of, of varying degrees of quality, but I think, yeah, yeah, and I remember having similar issues with distortion pedals, and just yeah, halfway yeah. through a set, you're just like, oh, it's sounding Oops. horrific. <laughs> it's, it's just destroyed this battery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, surely the first thing as a touring band is you, you, you get something you can plug in. Yeah, and well, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but it's un- so un- un- well, it, well, it is because I mean, because unfortunately, it's all driven by um, people that maybe not don't necessarily understand production. Um, I mean, you because I mean, maybe it's me getting a bit older. It probably is actually. <laughs> maybe everybody in the touring industry has actually been this young. Yeah. Um, forever. <laughs> But it's uh, it's me now coming out the other end of it, thinking, well, that was that was good fun. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. But Christ on a bike, you know, <laughs> some things to learn. Have, you know, well, yeah, exactly. And you you kind of think, well, you know, if I was to do it again, you know, would I? Yes, I probably would. <laughs> but um, you, you know, when you think about trying to do a, a proper professional produ- uh, production. Um, because ultimately, you know, it's not for me, it's not for the band, it's for the audience. It's yeah. for those people who are paying to come yeah, in through absolutely. the door. Yeah, they've, they've paid um, their hard-earned money to go and, yeah. and experience something. Yeah, exactly. And actually, you're just working with Erasure this year. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the nice things about working with them was that it, it was all about the production. It was all about taking that production all over the world yeah. and not just... Um, you know, not just putting on a, a good show in the UK or in America. It was, you know, we we had to take the same production from here um, over to South America. Wow. Um, so we had to, so we did all these shows in South America with the same production. And, you know, I mean, fortunately, and you know, they can headline shows yeah. down there and it's not, a, you know, it's really not a, a, a much of an issue. Um, but, you know, it... it it was it was just it was just lovely for me to be able to go in and actually do my job. Yeah, I was like, oh, great, consistently you know. and be able to tweak stuff. Yeah, I yeah. guess each night as well, yeah, you exactly. can learn from it. And yeah, yeah. I um, yeah. I did when I was when I was about eighteen. I did. I, my uncle used to teach Malcolm Young's son. Um, so I did a I did a couple of days. No, I did one night with um, with ACDC in uh, at the MEN. Um, and just just to sort of that experience was was eye opening in terms mm-hmm. of. I remember the the drum tech set up the set up the kit and I was talking to him about it and he was miking it and he was like, oh hang on, I forgot. Um, it was a slight issue with the snare yesterday. Uh, he, I didn't quite like how the ring that I was getting off it. Yeah. And then he just he just moved it potentially about nine degrees, and I just thought that's the difference that he feels that that's going to make I, I don't know is, <laughs> is, is that even possible but just that seemed to, to satisfy him that yeah that that's that ought to do it that ought to do it just yeah the, the, <laughs> the precision of that well I do. yeah let's go with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it doesn't it doesn't make doesn't make that much sense to no. me you know if you um but maybe it did i may i mean maybe it was uh you know where where it's sitting in the uh 
I take it he, he moved the snare. Yeah, the the actual, the snare. actual snare, not snare. even not the mic, the yeah, snare. Yeah, the, the, the that, snare. And that, that so. seemed to me to be suggesting that he was questioning where Phil was hitting the snare mm. <laughs> rather than rather than his micing or anything. Yeah, maybe. So maybe. yeah. Um, but yeah, they just the, the the ability to take that tour across the world and just go. You know what? In when we were in Germany like a week ago, like this wasn't working, so let's try this. And you know that you're working with the same stage, you're working with the same equipment, and that yeah, that seems to be a, a big difference to mm. the festival life. Of you've got 15 minutes, go. Yeah, yeah. And um, so in terms of getting getting to this point of uh, being able to tour with Erasure and and have that sort of consistency, what? Mm. What was your introduction then into into the, the world of live music? Um, well, this all come, comes back to my blog, yeah. <laughs> actually. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're in Southend playing in a band um, after discovering grunge. Yeah. Um, what instrument? I was a bass player. Um, yeah, funny enough, there's a lot of bass players that do sound yeah. bizarrely. Yeah. Um, so um yeah so got into um the local venue um uh, pl- we were playing there but also I was bugging the guys to give me a job so eventually you know they said oh yeah come and help us out this weekend we've got a f- we got a festival or so I can't even remember what it was but it was just basically pushing some boxes right and just being you know a, a hand um, and then, you know, they got invited back the following weekend and that's kind of how it went really for, um, for about 20 years until I started getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> it's building up, no, building up yeah, your yeah. experience, yeah, learning your craft. It, that's it. Yeah. It's, yeah. University. No, um, <laughs> no, I mean, it was a good, like, you know, it was a good, uh, I can't remember how long it was before I started getting paid, but it was a long time. Um, <laughs> You know, but it's all right when you're living with your mum and dad. Yeah, yeah, no um, outgoings. Yeah, you can do no, what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, it was it was a long time, but it wasn't like it was ridiculous. But um, uh, yeah, so um, ended up working at the local music venue, um, and then um, some of the local bands that were going through um, started to get record deals. So, anybody in particular? No one you would have heard of. No. Um, no, there was uh, there was resin, um, Angerica. Oh, yeah, Angerica. Okay, I remember them. Um, I played with them with Ruben. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, great right. band. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so um, so them and uh, another band called Smother. Uh, um, so yeah, so they started touring and asked me to go with them. Right. So I did. Um, and then uh, yeah, so that was kind of how that was kind of how it started, and I'm doing. Doing those bands, I met other engineers and tour managers and things yeah. like that, and kind of just build up your network and yeah, yeah, and you just keep banging on the phone. Brilliant. Okay, and this so that's just sort of build up. When did you have you got a point where you just thought, yeah, actually, this is this I could do I could do this sustainably. Um, when I get there, I'll let you know. Okay, <laughs> still working <laughs> on that. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's like some <laughs> sometimes. I mean, and this is the thing. It's it's either feast or famine. Yeah, and and it's get it's uh, I, don't, I don't it's not getting worse, but it's definitely getting harder, because there you know, uh, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, there were loads of gigs all the time. Yeah, and you know I could make a couple of phone calls and have another tour, um, and so you know I'd be, I'd be out I'd be out yeah. all the time, um, and then um, just over the last maybe 
five, six years. Um, so definitely since like t- well, 2008, so 10 years ago, um, it was all right. And then just it's as as the crash yeah. began to bite, yeah. people, the, and that people actually realized it's beginning to bite, then they stopped going to gigs. So there were less gigs. And the bands, so there used to be this progression of like, bands doing a toilet tours yeah and then you go up into the the academies and then you go up into the you know get up to the arenas yeah um and so what's happened is that you've the toilet tours kind of disappeared so all those yeah, small, all, all the those venues are closing down. all those small venues all those independent venues are disappearing um funny chinneries is the yeah the, yeah. the place that i would start to work at you know they do they yeah. do all right they're you know they're kind of they're kind of cracking on with it um and then um and all the bands that used to progress from the academies to the arenas are now not doing that and they're just staying in yeah. staying in the uh, academies and there's kind of big middle section and so there's no there's no progression like there's no. like there used to be like a career path it's kind of like you've got to there and you stay there yeah and then you and then look at the um look at the festival lineups and they're all you know the same bands headlining yeah you could go yeah. to three festivals and see pretty much like 75 percent will be the same bands mm. that you see in and that yeah that's sent yeah. i mean the first festival i went to was glastonbury 99 right um and i think the, uh, sort of five years after that i started to notice i'm on a minute mm. i used to go to you know like leeds glastonbury uh, and potentially something else and it just sort of became worthless. You yeah. sort of you then just go, and you're not at all going for the for the bands because mm. you've seen them play pretty much the same set that summer, and it sort of yeah. monetary wise, as that went, as the cost went up, you just stopped going. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose you know the other thing is that you, you know, people used to get gigs all the time, so you know instead of spending two hundred and fifty quid to go to Glastonbury, you know, you'd spend you know twenty thirty quid on a yeah. ticket to go and see you know whoever at the town and country yeah oh yeah. two or whatever it is the academy in leeds whatever it is now um and then um you then you know so you don't have that te- like 20 30 quid a few drinks that was all right yeah the next month you do the same thing you know and yeah, and yeah. so you were you actually spent a lot more over the year than you did but now you know you go to a festival you see all the bands you want well not all the bands you want no. to see but you know not the you know, I mean, it's just economy, isn't it, really? Yeah, and it doesn't look like it's going to get a whole lot better. No, not not in the not in the near future. How do you? I mean, sort of with all the the sort of Brexit changes and stuff, is that something that's sort of comes into play in your your thinking well, with work? It's petrifying. Yeah, because yeah, um, I mean, to think about you, you know, the fact that yeah, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. No, at all. So. You know, are we going to require visas for mm. you know, and by all intents and purposes, we 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 probably will do yeah. to go and work in in the EU. I mean, one of the good things is that we'll only need it, we'll only need one to work yeah. it or work all over. But I, I don't, you know, but we just we just don't know, really. Yeah. Um, and and then you know what you have to do with all the all the equipment coming in and out of you know the the country. You know, ba- small bands mm. that you know get to go and play in, you know, London Calling in uh, in in Amsterdam yeah. and in Paris and a few other sort of 
venues that are kind of no- North Europe, you know, they can get in a van, yeah, yeah, drive across. You know, they're not going to be able to afford to do it now because the money that they get is going to be spent on a carne or yeah, you know, something, you know, something silly. So, you know, it is it is terrifying, really, to think oh, it, to, to think about it. I mean, it's it's. Uh, and, and and not only that is like kind of the unity of the, uh, you know, the European Union won a Nobel Peace Prize. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. So the yeah, it's the it's the longest period of peace in Europe ever. Wow. Right. So, um, and we're walking away from it. Yeah. It's, if that if that terrible if that doesn't stand for something, you just no. you sort of lose hope there a bit, don't mm. you? Surely that. That yeah, has some yeah. gravitas behind yeah. it. So I mean, the way the way I think yeah. about it is like each and every single one of us living in Europe has has a part of that Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna add that nice. to my CV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so in, in terms of um, your other areas of work, then. Yes. So we mentioned about the the clothing brands. Yeah. What I mean, I for anybody who who isn't aware of it i strongly recommend that they read the the uh, the about us section it was it's very entertaining and sort of kept me on the website for quite a while oh, thank so you. what in terms of like where did your where, where was your sort of like epiphany point where did you decide that that, that this was something that you you wanted to do <laughs> so uh, okay it was um it's it's really hard to kind of find um a definitive not a definitive point because i know when that is but uh, it's like because everything's linked together yeah like, you know i mean as as people's lives are um so just to put a bit of context in it i was doing a um uh seminar for plaza at leeds when they okay. when i came up to leeds can't remember which which one it was i think i was doing one of my art of art of mixing a show seminars um and um it was so at the bar obviously <laughs> <laughs> where all good stories uh, well, no, okay, start sorry <laughs> okay so um what happened was i went to um the um so did my little thing yeah and said anybody got any questions and obviously nobody puts their hands up <laughs> and you go okay great thanks very much for coming yeah. see you later good night vienna and then uh sort of pack up walk off and i'm walking around the exhibition um obviously end up at the bar yeah and then that's when i get approached by five or six different people and they start talking about then they've got questions then they yeah, yeah then they have questions oh i saw you here and it was really interesting but i was just thinking yeah. you could have asked me this yeah, in yeah. there you know that would be a bit interesting for everybody else but you know nobody wants to put their hand up and no. ask a dumb question um so the thing is, there's no such thing as dumb questions. Yeah. Um, it's going to be entertaining for some. Yeah, it was. En- this particular question was entertaining for me. They are. It was. It was about the internal um, refraction of a speaker cone. Right. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, at some point, they've read something somewhere. I mean, they were maybe late teens, early twenties. Okay. So they've read something somewhere. They're being tr- trying to be quite academic about sound. Um, and so I start to explain what the the concept that he's asked me to he's asked okay. me to explain. So um, when you start seeing everybody's eyes glaze over in front yeah. of you, you know I think I've lost my audience here. Um, Keep going but, until but, you win them back. But but yeah. you know they're they're all like nodding in agreement. 
it's like really you have absolutely no idea what i'm what i'm saying what i'm going on about <laughs> maybe i don't know what yeah, i'm going yeah. on about how far can you but take yes, this? how far what can, can you get this? them to agree to and then it was like ah this would make a great t-shirt um <laughs> Not not this okay. not this particular explanation because it was it was a bit long winded. But the idea being is a bit like a um, bit like Star Trek. Okay. Um, Star Trek T-shirts. So you know you might have somebody who is wearing a T-shirt with a load of Klingon written on it. Yeah. And you know you can walk around for maybe two years. You know past hundreds of thousands of people and then there's one person in that whole group of people that can that reads it and go yeah, yeah that's hilarious nice yeah. one yeah <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> you know that guy who can read Klingon He's yeah like, okay and so that was that in that started as the concept okay not as a kind of joke thing but as a kind of the idea being is like we're all a club and actually you know we're all geeks and we all like to think yeah. we're cleverer than we actually are so that was kind of that was the that was the foundation okay. of the whole thing. And then as I sat down and thought about it and worked on it a bit, um, then, you know, because then bringing myself into the into the brand more and more, um, you know, what do I like? You know, what do I like to wear? You know, yeah. that sort of thing. So, you know, it's all about sort of quality of the garments as well. Yeah. They're not just cheap T-shirts, no. you know, and the, the cuts are really good, all nice tailored cuts and these raw edge finishes and... And then the designs are all about the history of of music technology, yeah. really, and and the and the progression over the last two hundred and fifty years, you know. So I mean, some of the prints um, aren't for everybody. That's yeah. cool. Some of them are. I mean, we just uh, so I did a um, did a new print a little while ago. Um, which is our graffiti tag print, and that's kind of the, the story behind that is the story of graffiti, you know. So um, uh, when oh. you if, when you click onto the onto the website, you can get find that find that blog post, and it it's, it talks about um, you know back in like the late sixties and early seventies when you know you've got Berlin on one hand yeah. and their street art and New York with their graffiti, and then you know how hip hop kind of comes up out of yeah. out of that. So. That's the kind of vibe, you know, it's all, it is, you know, it might not necessarily like the idea being is that you can wear something that looks good. Yeah. Fit feels good. And if you really want to understand it, then you then there's going to be something on the website. You can dig a bit deeper. Yeah. And so if somebody says, oh, what's that on your T-shirt? You know, you've got a bit more to say. Yeah, than, absolutely. Oh, conversation it's, it's point. got a couple of A's on it. Um, <laughs> you know, the other one I've, I've got, it's actually quite a, one of one of my best sellers is my 343.2 T-shirt. Okay. And Explain that. So it's the speed of sound in meters okay, per second. Yeah. Excellent. So, you know, the, it, it, it was like... <laughs> that, I, is a, that is I, a real geek T-shirt. It is a proper yeah, geek yeah, T-shirt, yeah, yeah. Um, and like one of the one of the guy, so I was walking around and I keep seeing these dates on these t-shirts, and um, they and I, I was like, oh, I could do something like that. What date could I put on that? And not 1979. What you know? What's yeah. and I thought, oh, actually, if I just like we'll just do a three four three point two, because it's like a date but with a point yeah, in the yeah. middle of it. And they've and you know it's. When you've got that, and I've had so many people look at me and go, "What's that?" Yeah, and then you tell them, and they've learned something. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, so <laughs> it's—I mean—it's proper like uber geek, but the designs are supposed to be um, enough that you can 
that they're just interesting enough for you to go, oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And then you th- then you go, then then it's like, ah. Oh, Wonder what that is. What is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's nice. Yeah. I found, um, it's, good I for a, it's good for a night out and yeah, trying, yeah. To, trying to pull the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. What's that? I've, they, um, yeah, they run away. I haven't, look, I haven't fully looked into this, but I heard uh, from a trusted source, um, apparently graffiti is the collective noun. So graffito, a graffito, is a yeah, from the from yeah. the Italian, yeah. So yeah, graffito is for one piece of graffiti or graffito, and graffiti well, is for a collection of. Yeah, well, yeah, it's but I think it's become an anglicised word. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a you know, progressive language, isn't it? it, 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 it apparently, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, consumption language, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, graffito. It, it does come from the yeah. it does come from the Italian. That was so, yeah, something I'd never even considered it being used incorrectly for or mm-hmm. correctly now but yeah yeah technically yeah. well the other one is um stein you know because i went i like talk about language went to um the uh the beer we had a beer festival here yeah. in harrogate like october fest um even though it's september yeah um and so i went there and i've got steins everything and if you ask for a stein in in you know a german yeah. bar they give you a stone because that's that's what <laughs> that's Stein what means, is. you know. And then you're like, no, 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 like no, a big no. beer. You're like, why do you call what? it a Stein? So Stein <laughs> is the anglicised word for a big German beer. That's amazing. Yeah. We just yeah, yeah, yeah. pin it to it, and that's Damn, what it's yeah. called. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all yeah. like just claiming stuff and just yeah, yeah turning it into whatever you want. Mm. Brilliant. So what's the what's the plans going forward for the for the clothing brands? I mean, we, sp- we spoke a bit as we're setting up about yeah developing sort of new ways of getting it out there have you got anything in particular that you want to share well well um we've got the like some of the new designs um we've got coming out i'm I'm pretty excited about some of these actually um so i've been work i've been working on you know the old retro 3d the blue and red yeah yeah okay yeah so we're trying to work out a way of sort of putting it efficiently on on t-shirts so okay. so you can have a you can have a print yeah that's in retro excellent like, so will it come three, with glasses 3d and it comes with glasses that's amazing i'm sold yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't even care what the print is I'm yeah down. so and yeah so the idea that you know these little paper glasses you get used to get on the back of a cereal you have to <laughs> yeah. cut out the cereal packet um yeah so it's like um yeah the t-shirt comes with those comes with those glasses yeah, need like, so. like 10 pairs so you just give them to people in the street and then hopefully everybody will be wearing it because it I won't th- work for you unless it, you well down yeah 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 yeah, there is that but uh, you know it was just uh, it wasn't really a gimmick really it was it was um it it was something that actually funny enough it came from some graffiti that i saw recently um while i was out in it while i was out in the states and i was like i wonder if i can work something out because i like the idea of things being kind of multi-layered and stuff and there's a couple of other things i've got which i'm not going to tell you about but um you know it's kind of about sort of hidden uh hidden in colors okay so you know the idea being is that when you put the same glasses on it gives you a different design okay nice um so yeah so working on that and then um trying to do some collaborations at the moment as well um so the deals aren't done yet but you know the the talks are happening so um so the idea being is that we'll be able to sort of have a triple a versus some yeah. kind of band actually I'm, that's that's great i love that idea yeah so um so yeah so we're just trying to you know move things forward in that direction 
yes. and hopefully um it, you know something will something will come off and it'll be quite cool for everybody excellent yeah a couple of bits that i've just i realized i completely forgotten um, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> um i've had a quick scan of your sort of framed uh, access all areas passes there's oh, yeah. quite a few um huge names in, the, in there yeah um I think LaRue stands out. You seem to have worked with LaRue quite a bit. Yeah, I was with LaRue for, I don't know, what, two two years and a bit? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, we co- yeah, quite some time. That's it. How did, um, there's sort of quite a variance of, of different artists on there in terms of sort of how you, um, I guess, do you pick who you want to go out with or who you work with again? Um, I think there's... Um, I think, well, I, d- I think it tends to be you get the phone, you, you get a phone call. Yeah. Um, you go and do the job. If they like you and you like them, it kind of carries on. Okay. You know, there's no, I don't think there's any kind of like agreement in place that, you know, I should be doing this for this amount yeah, of time. Yeah. You know, it's just as, as and when the artist is working, you then okay. do that. And if you're lucky enough to pick up a, big, a busy artist, then, yeah. you're, then you're pretty busy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's Amy Winehouse on there as well. So that's yeah. quite, a, I imagine, very busy at that point. It w- yeah, it was pretty busy. Yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, yeah, we were away. We, yeah, we were away a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so. um, uh, yeah, so Engerica, and then and then Ruben as well. Ruben, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah back at yeah, old school. That was like fifteen or so years ago. That yeah. was yeah. That's yeah. The I, th- I think they've. In terms of like my playing of music, I think that that's just they were a massive sort of influence in terms of a live performance. I thought Ruben were were absolutely great. The the energy um, about them and the rawness. I just mm. there's something that sort of really um, sort of <laughs> just yeah that just sort of captured my attention. Yeah, sorry, um, Ozzy's ma- right. Ozzy's made an appearance. Hey, Hello, <laughs> named after Ozzy Osbourne. Excellent. Yeah, is. <laughs> His little mate, who unfortunately died last year, was oh. called Blaze after Blaze Bailey. Blaze Bailey, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, you sort of just work with whoever you find a connection with. Is it that they they li- I assume they like what what they get from you, and in terms of how they work, if it works for you, then you'll continue working with them. Um, well, yeah, I suppose it, I suppose it's. It, I mean, it's a. Li- it, it's not. I don't think it's quite as forced as as that sounds. Okay. Um, it's a little bit more. F- it's a little bit more fluid than that, and it's a little bit more, y- y- you know, t- trader in the back of the Thompson, you know, right? Okay, y- your directory. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I need a sound engineer. You know, yeah. right? You just phone round and you find one. Um, it's a little bit like that to start with. Yeah. Um, in not, maybe not so much like that. It's more, it's more recommendations. So, oh, do you know anybody who's free? Oh, yeah, I think Dave's free. Give him a call. And if I am free, then I yeah, I'll come and yeah. uh, I'll come and I'll come and do it. You know that kind of thing. And then you know when you you know when you go and when you go and do the job, um, you you, pr- you might get booked in for a, for a tour. Yeah. Um, and hope and and hopefully by the end of the tour, you know you've both kind of worked out exactly where you need where you're going with it. So, yeah. and then yeah, so then I mean I was pretty lucky. At, I say lucky. I mean I don't quite kind of believe in luck as such, but it's more you, you know you put yourself into a place where people want to work with you. So yeah. 
um you know and throughout through through that period you know there was um yeah quite a few bands i worked with for for years you know like um larue and amy winehouse well, i think it was it was karim bailey ray oh, and yeah. then Leeds. A- yeah <laughs> and then then amy winehouse um and then c6 steve and then um larue and larue and c6 steve were about the same time and larue right. carried on um yeah and so you know that was and then all of a sudden that's kind of five years passed yeah you know so and how did you get into with with erasure because i mean that's a, that's a, there's they've been a huge name for for decades huh. so how did you <laughs> so the, so the uh okay well let's let's play guess the connection how, okay how do you recognize and they're they're on my wall they're on the wall okay yeah so one of the, one of these bands on my wall got right. me into got me into the okay. erasure camp <laughs> you could be there for a very long time yeah so. yeah I, I mean james stands out for for some reason i don't know why potentially um <laughs> is it going to be obscure it is really it obscure. Is. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's gold okay. it's goldy looking chain what exactly so but <laughs> so basically the 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 tour manager of goldy looking chain um is the tour manager for well the the old tour manager of Gold Looking Chain, when yeah. I was working with Gold okay. Looking Chain, um, is the tour manager for Erasure. Right. Okay. And so naturally, the two go hand in hand. They do. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I that's how I got the gig. Wow. Yeah. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't. I would never have picked that. I did spot Goldie Looking Chain. But on this there, is. But, but and this is how the industry works. Yeah. You know, because you'll end up working with all all sorts, doing all sorts, and yeah. and that's kind of how how it works. So, you know, this one guy that you know is the tour manager. He might be working with this band but he does he also does these other yeah. bands you know so portfolio network and yeah yeah portfolio yeah yeah right. excellent yeah, yeah i would never have guessed uh, <laughs> what a blast from the past <laughs> yep those guys were a lot of fun <laughs> from, <laughs> from an audience member to work with i don't know yeah well they, they were they were they were fun too yeah they were fun too yeah we had the, yeah there was we had um there's one time they were doing um an interview I think it was like Soccer AM or something like that. Okay. And we had a gig in Norwich, um, but they weren't going to make a sound check. So we still, <laughs> but we still kind of loaded in at yeah. sort of 10 o'clock in the, in, in the morning. Um, I think, yeah, I think we had a late load in that day. It was like loading at 10 in the morning. And then we, you know, we're done by, you know, one o'clock. Yeah. Um, and at this, their, their stage set included a couple of sofas. So, <laughs> Uh, and it was, and we had this uh, projection screen, and everything. Right. So uh, we were we were massive fans of Tiger Woods golf at, okay. at yeah, the time. Yeah. Um, so we set up the PlayStation through the through the monitor system and through the projector and sat on the sofa, <laughs> playing playing Tiger Woods golf for you know a few hours. That was brilliant. Until the what, support what band. Was this was uh, this was the UEA in um, <laughs> in Norwich. That's yeah. brilliant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, good fun that was. That's, a, that's an amazing game as well. Uh, it was it was a brilliant and we we would we would spend hours and hours and hours i mean the amount of times that we get back on the bus put this game on and we'd be playing and then you know it this we'd be at the the like we'd driven from (laughs) from one venue we've we've arrived at the other venue and the sun's coming up and we're like shit we've got to load in in three hours (laughs) but i better get some sleep you know uh yeah way to kill the time so what, yeah. What was what's your tour essential then? If you if there's is there one thing that you that is like first on the list? Toothbrush. 
Okay. <laughs> any any other obscure? <laughs> um, Christ. Um, I that's a good question. I don't. I don't know. Because um, there's so many essentials. Passport. Yeah. You know, yeah. toothbrushes are really you know, um, baby wipes, gig butt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so from 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 a sound point of view, it will be in my headphones. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you use? Um, I have some Audio Technica. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, ATH fifties. Um, in 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 pure Snow White. Oh. Uh, I basically I I lost. Um, I didn't. No, I didn't lose. Um, I had three pairs broken within the space of about six months. So they sent me a white pair. So okay. Don't break these ones. <laughs> okay. Do yeah. my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you a, a quiz. Okay. So there's ten questions. Yeah. The <laughs> answer can be Yorkshire or not Yorkshire. Okay. <laughs> okay. So these are rules, bylaws, and such. Let's see. Let's see how you do. Okay. So. Right. Is this Yorkshire or not Yorkshire? Welshmen are banned from entering the city before sunrise and must leave before sunset not yorkshire not yorkshire no. you sound like you know that specifically it sounds like something that would be in bloody uh chepstow or something <laughs> i thought you were gonna hit chester chester i thought you were ah. actually gonna come out of it then. yeah well the same you know <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. far not that far was, not far that was pretty impressive not far um so it's it is illegal for a public house owner to permit a person to be drunk on his premises. <laughs> um, I'd like to think that's not Yorkshire, but um, and I'm going to go not Yorkshire. It is Yorkshire. It is. Yeah. It is Yorkshire. Yeah. <coughs> well, obviously. Well, luckily, I don't know any of those. <laughs> those landlords. None of them that stick to those rules. Yeah. So if someone knocks on your door needing to use the toilet, you must let them enter. Mm, that's not Yorkshire. It's not Yorkshire. Scotland. Ah, apparently okay. all of Scotland. Really? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, it is legal to murder a Scotsman. <laughs> well, well, no, that's not Yorkshire. It's Yorkshire. Yeah, well, this is well. This is the, the York, <laughs> the York rumour. So, so long as they are carrying a bow and arrow. Ah, in I York th- oh, specifically. I, I see. I see. Um, Goes back a few years. That yeah, one, yeah, then. it does. Yeah. Apparently, it's not been stricken off the, off the rule book yet. <laughs> um, although I feel if if somebody actually did, do I th- that, well, I, I I think there's certain statutes in yeah, yeah. It, have <laughs> come in force since. Murder yeah. is bad. Probably tops it. Yeah. Um, it is legal for a male to urinate in public as long as it is on the real wheel. Uh, sorry, the real. The rear wheel of his motor vehicle and his right hand is on the vehicle. <laughs> this is quite specific. Um, it is, yeah, it's very uh, specific. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to get not Yorkshire because I have a feeling that it's probably. I'll give you not Yorkshire because it is full UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in July 2013, so fairly recently, a law was passed that states it is illegal for adult children not to visit their parents often and they are also required to attend to their parents' spiritual needs. I beg your pardon. <laughs> what? So it's illegal 
for adult children yeah. not to visit their parents often, so they must visit them frequently. I see, okay. And they're also required to attend to their parents' spiritual needs. Um, I that, Apart from the spiritual bit, it does, mm. it does sound pretty Yorkshire. Going with Yorkshire? Yeah. Okay. It's China. China. Yeah. Okay. I think that's well, where the spiritual it, needs. Well, comes if, in. It, if it if it if it yeah. was yeah, this is what I said. The spiritual bit. No, I'm not too sure, but the other bit could quite easily yeah. be. Um, yeah. Um, it is illegal to drive with an uncaged bear. <laughs> not Yorkshire. Not Yorkshire, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Although it, you know, if I was to have a bear in my vehicle, it would be caged. It would be caged. Would be. Yeah. I don't care how friendly I am with that bear. That is being caged. <laughs> and um, what kind of bear it is. Yeah. Um, so a law still exists from the Middle Ages that requires all males over the age of 14 to be trained in shooting a longbow. <laughs> That's probably Yorkshire. It's full UK. Full UK. Full UK. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how your uh, longbow skills are, but... Oh, they're brilliant. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely need to sort of hone in on my longbow skills. Um, We're talking violin, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That would be amazing if it was. Um, <laughs> so there, there still exists a law that was instated in the 1800s that states a husband is allowed to beat his wife, but only once a month. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, there. No, that wouldn't be Yorkshire. No. Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, it is illegal to flush a toilet after 10 p.m. <laughs> you know what? That probably is Yorkshire. It's Switzerland. 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 Oh. So well, no, I was, travels. well, I was thinking, you know, because, I mean, you don't, actually not too, not too much here, um, but just uh, 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 on the other side of town, you've still got the old outhouses. Yeah, yeah. Quite a lot. And I thought, you know what, may, springs, maybe, maybe that was, maybe that was it. Yeah. yeah. But no. you know, waking up the neighbours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah. Good luck with touring life. And I uh, can't much. wait to see the new designs that come out with the, um, with the audio architect apparel. Thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you very much. No worries. Thank you. So there it is. Episode four with Dave Swallow. What a thoroughly interesting and lovely man who makes a delightful cup of tea. So if you're ever in a position where he might do so, take him up on the offer. I strongly recommend it. Um, yeah, check out his clothing brand at www.audioarchitect.co. If you're listening to this uh, anywhere around the start of December, might be worth jumping on that pretty quick because it looks like they're having a sale at the moment, which is well worth it. Um, and thank you very much for joining me. Uh, Next week, we will have a, a, another diversion, I guess, from the musicians that we've previously had on, although still heavily music-based again. There is clearly a strong theme in the people of which I'm choosing to speak to. Uh, that might diversify as and when more people decide to speak to me. Um, but I will announce that in due course. Uh, it's another great one, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, thank you very much. And good night.